Hello, I'm Dave Manuel. And I'm Paula Jordan. And together, we are going to be hosting SD33 Chill Talks. We want to use this podcast to strengthen the connections in our district. And to tell the amazing stories of the people who work in our organization. Well, here we are, Paula, with our superintendent, Rohan Arul Pradasam. On a very rainy, rainy Friday afternoon. We're setting new records. We went, went from a new record around heat to now new records for rain. And this is a pleasure, I mean, especially on a Friday afternoon, for you <laughs> to take the time to come and have a conversation with me. And this is the first time in many, many months I've seen both of you on a Friday afternoon. Well, that's perfect. It's but good to be together. I, it's good well, to be together. All together. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate okay. it. I feel, it's, it's, I feel included. So, Rohan, one of the things, and Paula, you've heard him say this, mm-hmm. is that in his early life, he experienced school differently than kids would experience it here in Chilliwack. Yes. And there's a statement that he talks of that was on the front of his school building. It was the motto of the school. The and, motto and the of motto. the school. Very different than our motto nowadays. Very different. It's not like our vision statement no, and our strategic plan. <laughs> What was the motto, Rohan, of yours? The motto school? is alive and well. It's learn or depart. Diske at diske. And a lot of kids departed. And thinking back now, what was strange was I never saw kids with any sort of learning challenges. Uh, for whatever reason, they didn't exist. My assumption was they were excluded right from the get-go. And uh, which was troubling now reflecting back looking at our school system today and how inclusive we are, right? But uh, the school is still very proud of the record. <laughs> they still have the motto statement that hasn't changed. And from a history perspective, it was a British school and they had typical houses. And, you know, and so I, I recall it was brought forth by one of many British school principals that ran the school. So, so you obviously didn't depart I didn't depart, and the good thing, you know, was it was a bit, it was a challenge because, you know, you could have departed <clears throat> if you didn't do your homework in time. You could have departed if you uh, spoke up frequently or you misbehaved. There was no restorative circles. There was no restorative justice. Kids who did misbehave probably did depart at some point <laughs> quietly. Mm. And I'll add something more. The school had prefects in grade 12. So if you were a high academic achiever, you want an athletic team like the cricket club, teachers vouch for you when it comes to integrity, you become a prefect. Hmm. And as a prefect, you had the ability to give out detentions to other kids. So I guess for us, the question is, did you, did you get that title? I, I, I didn't, <laughs> no, I didn't get the title. I, I wasn't the prefect. I do recall getting a couple of detentions from prefects. <laughs> Okay. And what did detention look like? Detention meant you could leave your classroom. Uh, detention really meant that they could uh, give you an after-school detention piece of doing homework. There are many aspects of it. They could detain you from uh, being part of the cricket club for a week, all those things. So they had, mm-hmm. they had the authority and the power. But I have to let you know, most of these kids were diligent and they were very conscientious about how they use the authority to manage the school, the plan. The school had 12,000 boys. Wow. It's as large as the Chilliwack School District. Wow. Wow. And so only boys. It was only boys. 
the mm. girls' school was down the road. <laughs> was it very far down the road? It was probably about uh, probably about a block and a half. Mm. Another large institution. Okay. These are so. This is the challenge. These are traditional institutions that that have that are ingrained for years, and I think the structure was somewhat stagnant, right? Yeah. And so my recent journey to when I, mean, I last went uh, to went to Sri Lanka when my mother passed away. And I was trying to talk about the redesigned curriculum. They wanted no part of it. Because <laughs> <laughs> it didn't fit the model. It didn't. And, and again, there was a, you know, if it was some of the schools had a priest was in charge of the school. Mm-hmm. There was a principal. And I think the structure was just that. It is a big, it's, it's driven by content. Nothing about competencies. You have boys in a classroom, maybe almost 50 kids in a classroom or 60. There was no class size. Mm-hmm. And the focus and the mandate was around content. A lot of regurgitation of content, right? Mm -hmm. And lots of assessments on a regular basis. Okay, so we fast forward to, you know, Rohan learned instead of departed. Right. And is now running a district that's almost the size of his school. school. (laughs) And one of the statements that's in our FESL document is that... uh, Quote, what is the quote, Paula? Staying laser-focused. Laser We're laser-focused focus. on okay. achievement. So tell us a little bit more about that. I think for me it would be having strap plans. We've had previous strategic plans too. And I think it's great to have a beautiful document sitting on a shelf. Has some goals. The question becomes, are we really clear on the targets? What was, what was the why behind those targets? And what's the action plan? And I think the challenge in school districts and systems is that we have tons of plans we collaborate, but at the end of the day, are we, are we diligent about making sure that we take regular measurements because whatever you can't, whatever you choose not to measure, you choose not to focus on. And I think as a school district, we have this humongous responsibility to be able to ensure that we have a focus plan by the governors, the Board of Education that we have collaborated on and that we have a responsibility, a moral imperative to ensure that we implement the plan with stewardship. And that means, I love this term, cadence, right? Regular cadence. Always asking the question, are we meeting the mark? And if not, what are we going to do about that? And then changing the strategies. And I think I'm going to take the, my best example for this might be is, you've heard me talk about this, way, you know, you have a weight loss plan, you go to the gym, or you have this plan, uh, you know, at the end of the year, I'm going to go on this brand new plan to, to, to lose X number of pounds, right? We've all gone through that. It's a challenge. The reason why it's a challenge is because we aren't laser focused, we don't measure regularly, and we don't take action to change our strategies from diet to fitness to uh, the whole notion of lifestyle, managing your mental health, your social emotional pieces, those are all collectively combined. But if you're focused on the outcome and you focus on the strategies and you measure regularly, then you can always alter your action plan to reach your targets. So that's the same uh, vision I bring to us as a strategic plan. I think we, we have a responsibility, and I think our last plan was great too. It's just that we can't lose the momentum. Well, I got one last question for Rohan. It's um, 5 o'clock now, about. What are you going to do between now and bedtime? That's a great question. Friday Fridays is my downtime. I'll probably go watch some wonderful TV. No gym? Have a conversation. I did my bike this morning, which is fantastic, <laughs> right? I did, which is great. I rode for, I think, 30 minutes. 
Uh, and so that's a great example of making sure that how do you balance your life out, right? So I knew that I would not go home in the evening and get on the bike. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was le- less probability. But I think the whole thing around for all of us is how do we manage our states on a regular basis? Because if you change, your, if you manage your mental states, if you change your states, manage them on a regular basis, your focus can be laser focused too. Mm-hmm. And you can ask better questions when you are not meeting the outcomes. I didn't hear anything about Netflix or going out. No, I'm going to go watch it. Nothing. No, no, no. I'm going to probably go relax. You know what? Because you know what? The laser focus is off for my social <laughs> emotional learning. All right. Well, we're really happy that you continue to learn, Rohan, and that you haven't departed. <laughs> Thank sure. you. Thank you very much. Well, Paula, that's another SD33 Chill Talks. In the books. Thanks, Dave. Until next time, everyone. <laughs>